Hi guys, welcome back. I'm Brianna. I'm Aharo. And I'm Demaya. And this is She Thinks She Knows Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to She Thinks She Knows. We are so excited to have you back for a brand new season, season four, and we have a lot in store. Season four, you guys are definitely going to want to be tuning in and listening to every episode. The guests we've had lined up and that we've um, really gotten on our show really have a lot to offer um, to our audience. And every one of these conversations have left us feeling motivated. And so we want you guys to follow along and feel the same energy. So look out for the content. With that being said, uh, it has been a while since we've just shared what's going on in our lives with you guys. So we decided for our first episode, we'd give you guys um, full transparency. So um, to start, we are going to be giving you guys some insight on where we are academically, um, where we are in terms of our mindsets, and what are some of the major changes that's kind of happened in the last six months or so. Um, So without further ado, you can get started. So I've been assigned to go first. So um, <laughs> where am I at in life right now? That's a complex question. <laughs> um, I think that I'm getting, well, I've gotten to a point in life where I am finally knowing what I want out of life in the short term and the long term, most importantly. Um, and I've come to realize that this is the time that I have to set up for the long term. And so right now, I'm trying to make all those things happen, be it health, be it financials, be it mm, social life, <laughs> for lack of better words. Um, and so with that being said, I'm currently taking some time off of school to really discover what those things mean um and currently i'm helping to run um the family business garden of eden <laughs> i know you guys see us posting about it all the time if you don't know that's um the family business and i'm trying to help kind of use some of the things that i learned in school um and applying just prior knowledge to elevate and bring it to new heights. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. It seems like you've gone through a very big transition uh, in terms of taking on like a responsibility as big as running a cafe and being stern in your decision to focus on setting yourself up, which is really great. Um, But I'm assuming that this didn't come very easily. So Would you mind explaining some of the challenges that you might have had or setbacks that you've experienced in this process of getting to where you are now? Absolutely. It hasn't been easy. I actually just got home from taking a quote unquote weekend away. (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to disappear and I'm just going to go. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody because it gets hard to get alone time sometimes. So I wanted to be intentional about that. But when I was thinking of some of the challenges um, I've been facing, one of the biggest ones is car issues. 
<laughs> and it sounds really like, I don't know, simple, but it's not. Um, I've realized since having a car, cause it's only been a year, but it's been like a long year. Like I drive so much. And so the past, like about six months or so, I've experienced car issues. And every time a car issue happens, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I cannot live without my car, like not even for, for one day, because it's just about not having access to get something if you need it. So that's been something that I've been trying to work around and just like relax from, because I be telling Brianna Mahara all the time, like, once you have a car, like you just can't live without it. And obviously that costs money. And so thankfully I have a, we have a mechanic that we know and he's really good. And so I don't have to be paying so much every time, but that's definitely another one of the issues that I've been facing. Um, throw back to last semester of school, um, which ended in May, we're in September now that was the worst semester of my college career, like worst semester. And so at that time, I'm trying to figure out, okay, like, why am I such a bad student? Like I've had these conversations with Maharo, with Ajaya, with Brianna, like we have them all the time. And it's really a question that I don't know, there should be an answer, but there isn't. Like, I don't think there's an answer to that because being a student is so complex. And then being in on the campus in the middle of the pandemic, it was just too much for me. So that was another thing. So, you know, I'm supposed to be a good student. I'm supposed to be doing so good. Every time I see people, they're like, oh my gosh, like you're doing so good. So I'm trying, I was actually struggling to accept, okay, like you're a bad student. Like you're not doing good. Like I'm, I was struggling to accept that. So on con with combination of car, being a bad student, that just led me to like, okay, what am I supposed to be in life? what should I be doing right now? Because school was supposed to be it. I'm going away. I'm going in the middle of the pandemic. Okay, I'm going to live on campus. I'm going to go work. And, you know, I'm supposed to just worry about that. That's not going so good. Okay, so what else should I be doing? So um, all those three things uh, made last semester really tough for me. And then going in to the pandemic, not even going into the pandemic, living in it for almost two years now, I'm an anxious person. I'm scared about everything. And so on all of that, on top of all of that, this pandemic and the uncertainty of it, it just leaves me feeling fearful and just like defeated sometimes. So I had to really, put my brain together, rack my brain. What is the best solution for me? Untraditional, doesn't make sense to somebody, some people I should say. My solution, take time off of school. <laughs> take time off of school because I realize it's always going to be there. 
And there are other things that are going on in life right now, i.e. the cafe, the podcast that bring me joy, that bring me, that are fruitful and that do something for people. And so those things fulfill me. So why not in an uncertain time, focus in on some of those things that actually make me feel good. So that's how I came to that decision. <laughs> I know, I know, I mean, you guys probably don't know this, but Demai is somebody who like, not at every turn, but a lot of times she would be like, I'm, I'm taking time with school or I'm dropping out, like I'm not coming back. And I feel like me and Brianna would be like, we would kind of believe her because we knew that's how she felt. But I would just be like, okay, like, you know, like I'll believe it when I see it. Um, so I'm just curious as to how was it when you finally did like withdraw or decided to withdraw? Like, how was the, how did you feel after that? The withdrawal process only happened about a month ago. However, I think about in April, maybe of the semester, because I think, I don't think it was at the end, but in the middle, I was like, okay, like, I'm taking, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this right now. But I like tell Brianna and Mohal this all the time, but I didn't really think it was going to happen either. I just think that one day, like, I just woke up and I'm like, hmm, why not? <laughs> Literally, like, why not try it? There's nothing that can happen if you don't try it. And I go back and I go in my journal and I read the journal entries. And one of the things that I did was literally list the pros and the cons, like the pros of um, taking a break and um, <laughs> Brianna Mahar gonna laugh, but betting on myself <laughs> and the pros and cons of like staying in school. And so one of the things that I really wanted to touch on um, in this episode, which was one of the cons of staying in school um, or just like being a black um, person in college in general, is that being a college student, it becomes like your primary identity. And I had to sit down and think about that because anytime you have a conversation with somebody, that's the first thing they ask you. Oh, how's school? Or I realize, okay, I introduce myself. Oh, I'm Demaya and I go to UMass Amherst. Not mentioning all the other things that I do or that I have an interest in. And so I had to really think about that because I'm like, I'm a multi-dimensional person and this cannot continue to be the first thing that people, one, ask about and two, that I tell people about. Like, I just always knew that there's more to me than this institution. So that's one of the biggest things that like, okay, Demaya, like, this is beginning to take over your life in a negative way. And how are you going to dial back from that? So obviously we would do our group phone calls and stuff. And I'll be like, I'm taking time off. I'm taking time off. But those are the only, you guys are the only people I would tell those things to because you guys understand, you see it, like you're living it as well. And what can you guys really tell me? Like, to be honest. <laughs> so um, until I decided like, okay, this is what I'm doing. That's when I like had a conversation with my parents. Now, everybody like is like, oh, like, did you talk to anybody? And I'm like, no. 
I didn't talk to anybody because you just know what they're going to say. And I could see how that seems, mm, what's the word? Let me see. I can't think of the word right now, but I could see how that seems kind of bold and disrespectful. Like, oh, you didn't consider other people's decisions, but I'm going to be 22 years old. And there's just things that I want to start taking control of and like living unapologetically about. And that's like, if I'm struggling with something, saying no, <laughs> that's something that I want to get in the habit of saying no when it's for the best. And so this is the biggest example of me doing that. Um, and of course, I don't go, I don't feel like I need to go around telling any and everybody, um, but this podcast episode is going to come out now and people can understand why or listen to why. Um, but everybody's always like, well, you have one more year left. And what I don't think they understand is that like a mental health break is a mental health break. Like it's not about, oh, you have one more year left and you're almost done. Like you don't know the things that I've gone through to get this far, right? And you don't know just because I'm not going around vocalizing it and saying all of it doesn't mean that I haven't been struggling internally. Um, so, you know, that was my process. And I'm so happy for it, to be honest. So um, now that you're in a, a better place and you have a little more sense of clarity, what are some new things, some interests that you want to keep going with uh, in this new phase of life that you've found? Uh, one, the podcast is really beginning to take off. Well, it's beginning to take off. Subtle flex. <laughs> it's beginning to take off. And I, like, I've been getting more invested in just like growing um, social media presence in general. Um, just like be it like my own social media presence, which I don't really focus on too much, but like for our social channels, so for the podcast and for the cafe. So content creation, that's like one of my new found hobbies. <laughs> um, and making TikToks and reels. <laughs> um you guys don't have access to my own TikTok because it's joking around. Um, and it's a lot of dancing that I sent to Brianna Mahal that I don't think you guys would want to see. <laughs> but content creation is one of my favorite things. Um, as well as just, mm, I would say, just really informing people um, about health. I think that the work that I do at the cafe, it's really become ingrained in my DNA at this point. It's ingrained in me. And so what I wanna do is really reach out to people our age um, and normalize like caring for your health. Cause I talk to Brianna and Mahara and we talk all the time. It's just like, people think that right now is just the time to do whatever you want instead of, like I mentioned earlier, set your life up for the future. And so health is one of the biggest things that I like like to become, that I like to be vocal about. Um, so those are the things that I'm doing. However, 
I just mentioned too that I'm a fear, fearful person. And so over my college career, but, but now more than ever, I've been wanting to really conquer certain fears that I have. And so I always like listen to podcasts on YouTube and I always like listen to people's backstories and how like they became to be this successful person. And a lot of times it's just like just doing it, just asking, just doing it. And so I really am trying to take pride in just doing it and just asking because you never know if you don't ask. And so when it comes to like, Mm, people that I feel are unreachable, the most they could do is like not respond or say no. So like one of our guests, um, that's gonna be on our season, Belchez, um, our friend. <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to do was get him on the show. And so I was like, okay, like let's let me do anything I can to get him on the show. And I did it. And it's actually, you know, turning turning into a really um great relationship and so that kind of like just gave me um a boost of confidence and it's really going to carry me throughout you know the rest of my 20s I think because this is only this is only the beginning of that but that's enough talking about me I I just not comfortable I'm not into the business of talking about myself so that felt really weird but Moving on, Mahara, what have you been up to? So like Demai said, we're in September. Um, obviously, summer is over. I am not so freshly unemployed. I guess I've been unemployed for like a couple of weeks now or almost a month. Um, so obviously, I had a summer, not obviously, but I had a summer job and I have no job now. Um, I'm taking a semester long break from school. And I would say currently I'm just in the process of trying to mentally organize my life and mentally set goals for the future. And so, I don't know, unlike Demaya, like I don't work on the day-to-day. -day, so mostly I'm focusing on things like self-care and trying to maintain the tasks I have and just overall, I don't know, living life and experiencing things that are not related to work or anything like that or school. I'm jealous of you. <laughs> so in that you you also mentioned taking a break and you know doing um focusing on self-care. So what have been some of the challenges or or your or your setbacks that you've experienced that are causing you to like hone in on self-care? I would say the past six months, I guess, or at least this full year, have been pretty overwhelming, um, for lack of a better word. I think that, so me and Demai were both on campus um, for our second semester of junior year. And I'm not really sure how Brianna was feeling. Well, she wasn't on campus, obviously, but I definitely relate because I think just being on campus, it was a different kind of like feeling from any other of the semesters I've been at school. Um, mostly, I think I was a student, obviously, but I was also working. I was working like basically essentially three jobs or in three different positions. And I think in a way I was stretching myself out too thin. When I look back, I think about 
everything I was doing and how I was running around. And I try to think about like what my mental was looking like because I feel like I wasn't thinking as much. Like I think this summer I've been thinking a lot and reflecting a lot on how I've been feeling. And I just feel like I was just moving and I was not thinking at all. I think my first challenge, oh, I was gonna say um, also with me doing all those things, I was trying to be very, I guess I was subconsciously trying to be ambitious, um, which doesn't really make much sense. But I think that before I really started reflecting on everything that's been going on this year, I guess a, a belief that I had was like, as long as you can power through something, like it's not gonna affect you or impact you. And obviously I was wrong. Um, my first challenge I think was not really realizing or not admitting that I didn't really like the way my life was going from that period. Um, I think it was just challenging because I feel like I didn't wanna think too negatively. And so like when I start thinking negatively in my life, I feel like I go down a, like a, a world, uh, what's the word? Warm I go down warm a hole or something yeah. like that. I go down a rabbit warm hole. <laughs> <laughs> rabbit hole, right. I think when I think negatively, I start going down a rabbit hole and it's hard for me to stop. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's not even negative. It's more so doubtful. And so then I start holding a lot of doubt and I'm like, oh, where's my life going? Like, I'm not even happy. This is supposed to be the happiest years of my life. Like I'm so young, like why am I, you know? And I just start thinking and overthinking and I'm like feeling really miserable, but then simultaneously I'm feeling guilty because I'm like well I'm blessed like I have privileges I have things like there I shouldn't be feeling so miserable like it's kind of feels like I'm just making things up and I'm like okay like it's not that serious like life is you know this is how life is supposed to be whatever and so like I was going through a lot of those feelings like conflicting feelings I would say and I think my second challenge was like being kind of like knowing that I wasn't happy with my life and then just not doing anything to change it or not feeling like I could do anything to change it. I was starting to feel, I would say it took a toll on my mental health and kind of like Demaya was saying, mental health is something that you can't just, like I said, you can't just push it to the side and be like, okay, like I'm gonna just finish this semester and then I'm gonna finish my senior year. And you know what I mean? Like it was just not something I could plan for. Like I thought, um, and that was really disappointing. I felt like, kind of like, I don't know. I just feel like I agree that being a student is hard, but I think I didn't realize it was hard for the mental reasons as well. Because in my head, I'm like, okay, but people pass their classes every day. Like people get A pluses, they move on. Like some people actually enjoy doing this stuff. Like, you know what I mean? And obviously you can't compare yourself to other people, but it's like, what's wrong with me that I can't just do things like everybody else and get through it. And so I think that was another challenge because I was like self-doubt and all that stuff and like rabbit hole. I'm like, oh my gosh, like what's wrong with me? Like all that stuff. And I wouldn't say that, or I don't think that I'm a very anxious person, but I think that when I think about these things, it kind of really like negatively impacts my outlook and my optimism. And so I would say like, all, and while all that's happening, I'm honestly still being normal like it kind of carries on into the summer where I'm kind of like doing everything people would expect and I'm working and I'm doing all this stuff but like I'm still constantly thinking about all these things and I'm trying to find ways to cope with the fact that I'm like okay like, I don't know where my life is going blah blah but then 
on the flip side, I still have responsibilities that I need to show up for. And I still need to like be the person that's like, I need to move forward and all this stuff. And so I found like, I didn't find, but I guess I've always had different ways to cope with things. And so a big part of that was kind of like isolating myself. Like I know, well, you guys don't know our audience, but Brianna Demaya, I think they experienced that a lot or maybe not a lot, but like they experienced it in a significant way this summer when I was kind of like, there will be periods of time this summer where I would just be like, you know what? Like, I don't feel like talking to anybody. And then I would just kind of isolate myself and not tell anybody what's happening. And I would just be like in my room. I don't know if this happened a lot over the semester, um, but I guess this is what followed me. I think that when I don't resolve something, it follows me, like no matter how long it's gonna follow me. And so this followed me, these kind of feelings followed me into the summer. And I think in the summer, I just had a lot of opportunity to isolate myself because I was at home and I, I don't have a car and I wasn't going, like, you know what I mean? And so I would definitely isolate myself. Um, and just like, it's kind of like, I would say it's a coping mechanism for me because if I'm in my room and I like put on my phone, like do not disturb, it's like, I'm almost pretending that there's nothing like there that I have to do because I'm a student or I'm somebody who was, at my junior year, at the height of my junior year, I was pretty active in a lot of things. And so I would get a lot of emails and a lot of texts and be in a lot of these group chats for like organizations and stuff. And so like, and then obviously I had my best friends who, you know, I had lived with at one point and we were always texting and talking, whatever. And so for me, it was like, if I just turn off my phone and like try to act like I don't have responsibilities or I don't have people who are like trying to check in with me and make plans with me and all this stuff that I can just be like by myself and cope and like just, ignore everything and I think that was I think it definitely negatively impacted me and like the relationships I have with people at least in the short term um I don't think it damaged any relationships but I think it impacted them in the short term because I'm just like I don't really I don't want to be like I don't really understand how somebody else can understand how I'm feeling but then it's also like I don't want to change anything like I was kind of very comfortable with like I don't want to change like I'm good with this and then I'll just see you on the flips. Like, I'll see you when I see you type of thing. Like, I didn't really want to, and I would say this is over the summer and it's still pretty fresh because, you know, this season is right at the beginning of September and summer is kind of right behind us. But um, yeah, so I was very much like, I was kind of living a double, uh, I wouldn't even say it's a double life, but I was trying to be two different people um, just so I didn't have to like move forward or like, try to work on this issue that I had or this huge doubt that I had about the future and all this stuff. And so I would say that, um, what was I about to say? Oh, I think also um, a lot of it had to do with me trying to, I always consider myself to be a complex person, but I think at this stage, I wasn't really ready to accept that being complex is like being emotionally complex, at least it's difficult because then you have to admit that you're not all this, that what, like you're not always this way or you're not always that way. And I think that comes with other people's expectations of you. So like, I don't really, I try not to internalize too much of other people's like what they expect me to be, whatever, whatever. But I think that like, when I think of myself in the eyes of people close to me, I'm just like, okay, like they probably see me as like somebody who's like really like mentally strong and like, you know, like I'm always like moving forward and I seem like driven or I seem at least ambitious or like this. I don't want to be seen in this way. 
and more so I don't want to be this opposite person who's like I really am so doubtful I don't want to be negative because sometimes I'm like all I feel is negative like I don't feel positive about the future and so I think that's really what was like kind of splitting my subconscious in half and I think I struggle with that a lot um but but yeah with that being said I think it was all about trying to accept myself as somebody who can feel both things at once and not let it define like everything. Like if the, for the past six, if even for a year period, I'm feeling pretty doubtful, I'm not gonna live my life for the next 60, 70 years as somebody who is doubtful. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't define my whole life or it doesn't define my whole identity, but I think it's just hard because I don't know if it's like a Scorpio thing, but I think I'm a very intense person. And so when I feel things intensely, it kind of defines everything. And so it was very hard to be like, sit myself down and be like, okay, like you can feel like this, but it doesn't mean you're like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like emotions are changing and you're developing yourself and you're growing and you're growing up. And so it was a very difficult um, realization or series of realizations I came to, but those are some of the setbacks that I had this, the past six months that have definitely forced me to see the next stage of my life in a different way. Going into sort of bringing it back, bringing it back to um, you deciding to take time for school. Um, I know the audience doesn't know, but we know that that was not, we weren't expecting that in any way. Um, it kind of was shocking to us. So would you be able to give some insight on why you ultimately made that decision and sort of what were your fears behind it and maybe some of the responses that you felt like would be um, received when people received that news? I think that another, another feeling that I had um, at the start, especially towards the beginning, of summer and just in the past couple of months in general was that like, I kind of felt like life was kind of dragging me along. And I was just kind of like being pushed by life to like go where my life, like I felt like I kind of had a route and like life was just dragging me along and I didn't have much of a choice or like much control in changing my direction or whatever. Um, and so I think that the thought of taking time off, like just the concept, it definitely, appealed to me in a way that like could potentially give me control back of my life and be like okay like this is something that's going to already change the direction of your life and so you can't see what's going to happen after this as opposed to me being somebody who overthinks a lot and being very um I would say cynical but also like realistic like a lot of times it's like I can kind of see what's going to happen and I feel like this is going to happen this is going to happen it's already set in stone so I think just when the concept came to me of like taking time off like it didn't necessarily seem like something that was for me or like something I could do, but it appealed to me in a way like, okay, like you can take control of your life. You can, you know, take time to breathe and like just change your direction and change your mindset and like do things in the way that you want to be, you want them to be done. And so that appealed to me. Um, as for making the decision, it took me a lot of thinking to like actually come to that decision. At the time, I wasn't prepared at all to go back to school, um, especially as a senior, I think it's significant to note that like, I'm, I finished three years and so my last year in college would be a senior year and then graduating. I think that that definitely pushed me to take the decision way more seriously because 
I didn't want to graduate still continuing to feel like this. And I didn't want to just move on with my life. I think graduation for me kind of signifies like, okay, like you're ready to move into life. And obviously that's not the case for everybody, but like, that's just how I see it. And so I think it became more appealing and it's like, okay, like you need time to think before you graduate, before you kind of finish your education, before you kind of like, you know, like graduate within your major and decide what you want to do and all that stuff. And so I think it was definitely appealing in that way. Um, when it came to actually expressing my, well, first of all, even when, when you say like, oh, you guys weren't expecting it. I mean, it's because I really didn't talk to you guys about it, but um, I just think like it was something I was just considering so much. Like I didn't know what decision to make. And I'm like, I don't want to tell anybody because I really don't know what I'm going to do yet. And so I think that when I finally did decide that it was the right thing, because it was more so like, it's not, I don't know. It wasn't as much as like, oh, I'm jumping. Like, I really want to take time off. It was more so I really don't want to go back to school. Like, I feel like I can't handle it. I'm not prepared. Like, that was the strongest feeling. And so I was like, okay, like, I definitely can't go back to school. Like, I need to take a break. And so once I had that kind of decision made, um, obviously, aside from like the logistical things, like withdrawing and all that stuff, like, I had to talk to the people in my life um, about it, specifically my family. And I already knew that was going to be a struggle. Um, I think that like my family definitely values education. And I guess in my family or in my family circle, it's not like the concept of, or just taking the action of taking time off. It's not really, it's not conventional. It's not, but I, I would say it's not respectable and it's not seen as like smart or it's not seen as something that's logical. Um, and I've always kind of been seen as those things, smart, logical, and respectable, I would say amongst my family and family friends, people who are like within our culture. Um, but with that being said, like, I feel like images, you know, like images can be deceiving. And I'm not saying I'm not those things because I am, but I think that I'm not somebody who tries to like live up to an image so much. Um, and so I think like with that decision, I had, to, I definitely considered my family, but like Demai said, like, I wasn't going to consult um, my parents or like ask anybody for their own opinion because like it's not their life like I need to make my own decisions because you know somebody else can be like can mean well but they really won't know you know what I mean like their their opinion is always going to be shifted or like you know changed or influenced by their own biases and what they believe is helpful or whatever they believe is like you know right and so like I obviously knew like this decision is for me and like only I really really understand what I'm thinking and what I'm going through um and so yeah like that decision telling my parents that was a little difficult um I think that it took them to a point of like having to digest it and like understand or like accept it as true even if they don't agree and so I think that's kind of where we are now um and I think like once I told them and I told other people that are close to me and like I told like mentors and things like that, it became very real and like, yeah. So we've reached sort of the phases now. We've gone through what, you were, what you're doing, some of your challenges, college. Um, so now, like we asked Amaya, what are, or like I asked Amaya, what are your ambitions? What are your interests? What are some things that you wanna keep doing um, now that you've sort of reached another level I guess another phase of sort of breaking down you know your mental space 
I think like in this next phase or at this stage, I want to just bring balance into my life. So like balancing, um, being intentional about like living with keeping my own limits and my own needs in mind. So personally, and then also balancing the growth in terms of opportunities that I find, or um, I guess the professional or just the avenue of making money and like growing myself in that way. Um, I would say that I definitely want to provide for myself, obviously at one point. Um, I'm, not, I'm not money hungry, but like I need money. And then I also want money. So I do hope to create like avenues where I can make money on things that I'm passionate about um, aside from the professional. So like um, creating content for this platform, you know, she thinks she knows podcast. Um, I'm interested in art, specifically digital art. Um, and I'm also interested in creative writing. Those are some passions that I think I can definitely make money off of um, just in the long term. And aside from that, um, I definitely want, yeah. So the other balance I talked about in terms of like mindfulness and creating a routine, I think that'll come in handy for when I do return to school. Um, so, and just in life in general, um, aside from that, um, my family is considering a pretty big move, um, to a different state. And so I'm kind of thinking about that and considering just the next several years of the next couple of years of my life and how I want that to look like where I want that to be and trying to like envision my life, even though obviously I can't predict the future. Like I can't say what's going to happen to me in two years from now, but definitely trying to envision what I want, um, with what I don't know. And so, um, yeah. And overall, I think like, I've definitely acknowledged that it's not possible to be always like, I'm perfectly stable. I have this, like, I think a lot of things that I went wrong in the past is because I envisioned like this perfect, like, you know, every day I wake up at this time and I'm doing this. And like, I don't think anybody's life can be so perfect and so planned out and so stable. Um, but I think like, acknowledging that but also trying to work towards it and actually doing things that are helping myself um every day can like just create you know a better outcome for the future um but yeah I'm currently satisfied with like this decision to take time off and like giving myself this time to work on myself and just enjoy life so yeah <laughs> I must say, guys, she can write. I she can write. When she was talking about that, I was thinking about that time she wrote that letter, that note for me for my oh, birthday, <laughs> and I had no intentions on crying, but that's where it brought me. So, I think that creative writing, rev, um, um, what do you call it? That creative writing endeavor will be successful. <laughs> <clears throat> Brianna, what right. about you? Last but not least, Brianna. I don't know why, but I really just got like so nervous after you guys were talking. And I was just trying to like, well, disclaimer. So I'm really big on convincing myself of things and less so of accepting things. So that's probably where a lot of this is going to go. And it might be a little more understandable keeping that in the back of your head. <laughs> so, um, so right now, I finished um, a few weeks ago my internship uh, for this summer, and uh, I'm 
just in this transitional period. So I've, I don't really like want to speak too much on college prior to this moment, because if I'm being honest, it just went by. It wasn't really anything significant, um, but like a brief description. I spent my second semester junior year at home, realized it wasn't the best idea, but I also knew I didn't want to go back to campus. So I just wrote it out, really. That's, that's all there is to really say about that semester. Um, but moving into summer, definitely um, wanted to just sort of like work and that's what I did. So this is where, you know, it ends. So right now I'm coming to the realization that I've reached the point or a transition into my adult life of bills and worrying about that and just literally figuring out month to month what it is that I need to do. Um, so I live at home, but I still like contribute with like the rent and all of that stuff because that's just what you do when you're a 21 year old and you're trying to establish a, a budget for yourself. You kind of put yourself in this mock environment. So for the most part, that's what I've been trying to do. Um, and sort of navigating in terms of my mental space, navigating what it is that is causing me to be so angry. So <laughs> right now I feel like I've just had a lot of pent up anger towards everything, but not in a way of like, I'm lashing out and I'm trying to fight everybody, like not that kind of anger, but just like an internal anger that makes it hard for me to just enjoy things that I used to enjoy a lot. Uh, and I see that it's kind of been impacting my relationship with people in my family, just how I sort of respond to things that I didn't really care about before. For example, I was someone who always felt like everything needed to be explained and I feel like I needed to explain things. And when I was in a good mental space or a better mental space, I started to you know, talk myself into understanding like that's not necessary. But as of recently with me kind of feeling stuck, I've just resorted back to like trying to explain everything and trying to understand everything. And yeah, just trying to make sense of my life and it's just very frustrating. And so um, I've been struggling with just kind of creating these relationships that I want to have in the future with my like family. And I think one of the biggest things that's kind of caused that is just my lifestyle change in general. Everything really about my life changing, like me changing the way that I live, being vegan, being serious about, you know, some of the choices in terms of like what I use and <laughs> you know, how I go about life and things like that is just sort of created this disconnect, I feel like. And it's caused me to isolate myself in a sense from my family. But at the same time, it's caused me to see them in a different way. Um, so it's just been like, that's just been like a really big struggle. I honestly don't really know how to explain it more than that. It's just been like this huge struggle that I've been trying to navigate without actually navigating. So um, there's that. Um, also, I feel like I'm trying to get myself down from this lavish lifestyle I was living in COVID <laughs> uh, with the traveling and just buying myself things that I really wouldn't buy myself previously. And it's been hard because now that I am older, naturally I have a higher standard of living 
just because I need more things. Um, and I'm not a child, so I really can't go months without like income and things like that. Like I used to be able to when I was like a broke college student or whatever the case may be. So um, I've just been really struggling with getting myself to accept the fact that I'm probably gonna have to go through a drought <laughs> of shopping and you know like window shopping a lot and just sort of bookmarking all the things that I can get once I do get to a point of like stability in terms of my finances. So that's really hard to deal with because I use it as a coping mechanism for all of my other problems. And now that that's not an outlet anymore, now I really have to deal with them. So that's just something that I'm still struggling with now. So in terms of where I am right now, I'm just struggling. <laughs> um, but sort of moving into a more broad, I guess maybe lighter <laughs> mood, uh, I am becoming a little more accepting to why I'm in this position and not so, not like complaining so much about it. I've done before I used to just like like I said in prior prior to this moment convincing I did a lot of convincing myself that all the money I was spending was okay because you know it's it's helping me and um, me being kind of stuck is like a normal thing. Like I just kept convincing myself of all of these things, but I finally got to a point where I can accept it and be, I can be mad about it, but I just, it's just, this is what life is right now. So uh, I feel like that's kind of brought a little bit of weight off of my shoulders because now I can get to a point where I'm dealing with it as opposed to making excuses for it. So yeah, that's, that's where I am right now. <laughs> well, I think you already touched on some of the challenges that you're or the setbacks that you've been facing. Um, so you too decided, okay, like school is gonna have to be put on pause. So how did you come to that? Like, what was that process like for you? Uh, well, school for me was always like a straight shot thing. Like I was like, I'm going to school, getting my degree. I'm gonna do this and this is gonna set me up because I had a lot of expectations for myself and I'm someone who has a hard time accepting when things aren't in my control. And I felt like school, well, it's not that I felt like school is something that is in my control. And so um, take, deciding to take time off of school, at first I was just, me and Demaya would joke about it. Like when Demaya would say, oh, I'm taking time off of school. I'm like, yeah, me too. Like you might see me, I might, you know, I was saying it. I don't know if it was joking for her, but for me, I tried to pass it off as a joke. Like, yeah, you might see me. I'm taking time from school. I'm done with school. I would just say that, but that was me trying to warm myself up to the idea because I'm a fearful person. And like, for me, taking time off of school meant like <laughs> a complete derail of my life. Like, I don't know why I put it up so high, but it felt like if I do this, like I'm throwing myself off of an, a cliff here. Like I'm just free falling and I won't have any idea what's next. And so I don't know if that's the best idea to go. And ultimately, I was convincing myself that this was just a phase, like me getting all of my stresses out about my last semester being kind of crappy and me not really caring for it. Not even, I'm not even going to say my last semester. Let me be honest. My whole junior year, like <laughs> whole junior year was just a joke for me. Like I didn't feel like I got anything from it. And so I felt like my complaints about school and my jokes about taking time off of school was just my way of blowing off steam. Um, but as time passed of me being home and kind of realizing once senior year hits, 
it will go by quick because every other year did. And I will be left with where I am now already. So I might as well just get a head start and try to figure it out before I actually finish school. And then I'm really left to the wolves. So um, I just, I, t I talked it over with people around me. So um, I didn't really make that decision on my own. Like I, I made the final decision on my own, but it took me a lot of sort of feeling things out. Um, I'm some person, I'm the kind of person who I have to talk about things. I have to hear different sides of it so that I can come to the most logical decision. Um, so I spoke about it with my dad for briefly, like I would just bring it up and see where his mind was at. Um, I don't know if it was really helpful, but I think maybe his response to, you know, he would question like, why are you actually doing this? Like, why are you doing it? Blah, blah, blah. So like, it caused me to think about that. And then, um, you know, I would talk to like my cousins or my siblings and just put it out there. And, you know, in a shocking way, I guess I got a lot of support from it and not like a direct, like I support you and your student. If you do it, I'm okay with it. But I feel like a lot of the times, a lot of responses were like, you know, if you need the time off, I I'm pretty sure that you know whether you need to go back and stuff like that. Like people had this level of like, Brianna, you're going to, you're going to figure it out. Like you'll understand, you know, yourself, which I didn't feel like I did, but it was good to hear. So that ultimately allowed me to make the decision. But still, the day when I had to withdraw, like actually go through it, I was freaking out. Like I was sitting on my phone and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, am I really going to do this? Like, I know I worked it up to this point, but like this is actually it. Like and um, one of my biggest hindrances with that decision was my loans. Like I was like, I got six months like I was. Honestly, I was trying to look into this from last summer. I, I called my loan department and I was like, so like if I decided to take a semester off, like I know you guys have your six month, like how does that look? Like I was trying to get all of the information um, in before I even actually made the decision. And once I found out, they were like, even if you go back, sis, you're gonna have to pay. So I was like, mm, <laughs> am I there yet? Probably not. Maybe I could stick it out as opposed to like sticking out working through monthly payments when I have no budget, like, you know? Uh, but I realized that looking at it in just a financial sense wasn't the best idea because that can just cause a whole a whole nother level of stress that I wouldn't be able to handle. So I was just like, you know what, I'm taking this time off. I'd rather take the time off and do something with it that could be beneficial in a different area of life instead of just going through it and then having to be thrown out and feeling dealing with the stuff now anyway. So that's just how I came to that decision. Really. So what are the things you want to do? What, what's next? What's next during this break and in the future, hopefully? Um, well, I think that for me, I'm going to be looking into getting into actually establishing a relationship with a therapist because I've reached a point where I can't write everything that I feel and navigate it myself which is something I used to pride myself on doing, I guess, prior to everything. Um, so I think that's just like a, for me, it's like, that's like a d adult decision because I'm accepting the fact that I have things that I can't work through myself and I can't necessarily like fix all of my own problems. And I'm a pretty stubborn person. And so for me, that's like a big thing. Like it really is. So I'm happy that I'm heavily considering that not heavily considering actually doing that. Um, and another thing would be focusing on my health because again, I'm stubborn and 
for like the longest time, I've just been ignoring all the telltale signs my body, my body has been giving me about like, hey, maybe you want to schedule a doctor's appointment and maybe you want to catch up on all of those things you're supposed to do last year when they told you. So um, actually buckling down and taking time to focus on me um, and just me, I've been, I've always been like a environment, like people around me. I always think about people around me and I'm always doing for people around me and it gets annoying because I know like it's not necessary. And I know that for, for the most part, the people around me know it's not necessary, but I just couldn't seem to get over like being selfish. And I've had this conversation before with, I think Demaya or, or Mahara, but I have a hard time just being selfish and in like the definition that selfish is, which is just worrying about myself because I just believe that what I do is going to affect people around me. And so I can't actually live life just worrying about me. I have to take into consideration my environment. For example, living in my house, you know, I always think about like, oh, I need to get out of here and da da da. this is going to help me and I need to remove myself. And that's really, it's, it's true. But at the same time, I feel like I was just running away when I was saying those things. Like I was just trying to run away from my issues and just, and I thought that by me separating myself or finding my own space, it would, I don't know, somehow get rid of all the problems I have at home. But it's not, that's not really the reason why I would need to, you know, give myself my own space. The real reason to give myself my own space is to actually feel like, um, or to actually allow everyone else to live their lives, like, you know, so that I won't feel guilty about living mine. Uh, so definitely working on becoming more of it, more, uh, I guess, selfish. I guess that's the only word I can use, being more selfish with my time and knowing that what I'm doing and knowing that I'm not neglecting people by worrying about myself. And it might just like, it will help people. I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of hard to say, but if you understand that, then yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> doing. And I think finally, in terms of what's next, similar to you know what we've talked about, I've always been, I like write stuff down on this whiteboard my cousin got me. One of the things that I'm always saying to myself is like, talk less, do more because I talk a lot, I talk through things. I feel like I have to say it out loud to, for it to be true and that's really not the case. Um, so doing more in terms of doing the things that I wanna do, um, doing the things that I say I'm going to continue to do, like not argue about pointless things or not contemplate so heavily about decisions I have to make. Um, and I think that so far, it's been working out, but I always catch myself slipping. It's like a habit that I really can't shake too much. I always find myself slipping. So getting myself to a point where I can actually fully just say, I'm not gonna think about this. I'm just gonna do it because it's something I need to do. Um, and I guess my start with that new habit is getting my license <laughs> because a sis is late to the party. Like I have not. And okay, so actually I'm not even gonna say that. I have to admit like, my driving delay is really because I had a fear of driving. Like it came because I was, it wasn't a, a fear that I had personally. I always thought I would be a good driver, but when I actually had the experience to drive in my first, first go at it, um, it seemed like everybody around me was so fearful. Like, and it just kind of made me really think like, damn, like, can I really not drive? Like, I don't, you know, my dad was fearful and he already admitted that, like he's scared to let anyone drive. Um, but just any time that I was 
anytime I got the opportunity after, you know, I've established that maybe I'm not a good driver, it just felt like really like life or death. And so once I like got the chance to actually drive without someone feeling fearful in the car, like then I was like, okay, I can actually do this. Um, so now, now I just have to do it. So that's my latest, latest accomplishment coming forward. You guys about to see me, I know new whip, <laughs> getting, that, getting that going. So, yeah. I really like listening to everything you were just saying, Brianna. I feel like it's kind of an extension to things that I've been thinking about. And I honestly just feel like we've been complimenting each other's thoughts a lot. Um, like even some of the things that we haven't related to, I feel like it's still interesting to hear. But with that being said, we're gonna take a short break. Um, when we come back, we're going to interact more um, and kind of discuss everything you've said today. So we'll see you guys in a minute. We're back. Um, she thinks she knows season four, episode one. Um, so obviously we each just shared a lot. Um, I think we got pretty transparent with our audience, caught everybody up. I'm just curious, do you guys have any thoughts following that conversation we just had? Um, a couple of the things I wanted to touch on, I actually wrote down. Um, and so Mahara, right before the break, she, she mentioned that we were kind of complimenting each other's thoughts. Um, and two of the things that um, I really resonated with what Brianna Maharo said was like the idea of like stretching yourself too thin and like also setting boundaries. And I know we talk about like, oh, running away all the time. Like, oh, I just want to run away. Like, and you know, there's a point where that's healthy thinking and like, okay, like then you'll be able to literally, you have to fend for yourself and you have to figure it out. Um, but I also in this conversation realized that may not be like the best way to put to put it or to say like, okay, I want to deal with these things or I want to grow. Um, and so another thing that really, not just during this conversation, but as I as I realized like in the past couple of weeks is that everybody's been going through their own internal battles and it really did put a strain on our friendship. But now that we're getting, like all of us are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and kind of being transparent about what's going on. I think that it's bringing our friendship to another level, um, like another level of vulnerability and also like trusting in each other and counting on each other for support because we're all kind of like, in the same boat like oh people expected you to do this this and that and you're I'm not gonna say doing 180 because that's not how I think about it but maybe to other people you're doing 180 like we're all going through that and so it's important to me that our friendship grows because of that um and as of late, I really have seen that happen. Um, Laura was talking about like isolating and like, and, and, and just like 
not communicating and we've all done that this summer like I know how I'm like oh I'm just gonna leave them alone like I'm not like whatever whatever happens happens like <laughs> and um one of the things that I'm really grateful for that we've gone through um this summer as friends is a therapy session we had a friend therapy session and that was really good because everything wasn't necessarily hashed out but I think that it was like, it was a, an opportunity to say, oh, I've been feeling this. And then to understand how we can um, foster that communication like outside of the therapy session. So that is something that I'm, I'm really grateful for that happened this summer. Um, and every day I just continue to be grateful um, to have the friends that I have. So, you know, that's my that's my takeaway <laughs> going off of that um honestly you just reminded me of that therapy session it feels like such a long time ago i think that those are the kind of things um and i know brianna mentioned like seeing an actual therapist i think those are the kind of things that are definitely going to be beneficial just individually obviously but like with our friendship as well like conversations like obviously we don't have to be going to group therapy every month or anything like that but i think just open conversations and i think this maybe subconsciously this episode was like came from that or like came from those kind of topics where we're like okay we need to be more transparent or like the ideas um i think that within this friendship dynamic, I've definitely been blackballed or <laughs> labeled, <laughs> labeled as the least transparent. And I'm not gonna act like a victim. I think it definitely is true most times. Um, I think like this, and I'm not somebody who, I feel like when it comes to sharing things or like being transparent, it's not like, I think when I think about our audience or like making this episode, I think it didn't really like deter me. Like I wasn't very shy because I feel pretty open with our audience and I'm not somebody who's like, um, like who tries or who shies away from things like that. I think it's just, it's kind of interesting because I think like the podcast is an extension of our friendship. And so I feel like we share pretty valuable things that like, not saying we don't share just hanging out, but like, it's so like focused um i think we have a lot of focused conversations but like the podcast conversations we have are definitely also telling of like our friendship and like something that we can use to reflect with so i think this is a really good opportunity to be more transparent for me to practice being more transparent um just with people like close to me in general so i like that um uh, for me something that i took away kind of from this conversation uh was like this idea well, it's not really from the entire conversation. It was more specifically of something that I think Bahara mentioned about feeling like life was sort of dragging you along as opposed to you deciding the route. Um, and I feel like it kind of caused me to understand why for a long time I felt like I was failing without doing anything. Like, <laughs> like even when I didn't do anything, I felt like I was failing at something. Um, but at the same time, telling myself like you can't fail if you haven't tried like if you're not doing anything how could you possibly be failing I feel like um it's because for a long time life was just sort of going and I was trying to keep up with it as opposed to like understanding like I can I can take my life into different avenues 
So um, I think this conversation sort of uh, brought that back to light for me. And it was like a reminder. And also, I feel like even with the past um, few like days of us recording and even like this little hiatus month we've had, it's been like pretty interesting because I've gotten motivated and motivated and motivated multiple times. And each time it's kind of allowed me to keep going and sort of like keep putting something in front of me that's like, you know, this is something that you have to work for. You have this to work for. You have that to work for. Not everything's all gray and gloomy, you know, like, and even if it is, there's something you can be doing still. So, and it's not, um, it doesn't seem like it's something that I'm forced to do. Like, you know, I can complain about where I am in my mental space, but I know like right now what's in front of me are things I actually enjoy, like this podcast. I don't have to wake up and be like, oh my gosh, I have to do classes. You know, I can actually wake up and be like, oh my gosh, I have to do podcasts, but I love the podcast. So, you know, like it, it's like, there's always a up to it. So I feel like that's something new that I've, that I want to keep feeling because it's ultimately what's going to keep getting me through every time I hit a bump or a change or whatever the case may be. Um, so yeah, I definitely uh, appreciate this conversation for reminding me of those things. Uh, so something that I would like to know or something that I've learned, I guess, Demaya mentioned that we were kind of having a strain on our friendship when we were all kind of going through this transitional period. And I know for me, um, with our friendship, I always talk about like, if you have something like just say it, like if there's something in your mind, just say it. Like I hate tiptoeing. I always say stuff like that. Like I don't like tiptoeing around things. Like if this is how you feel, just let me know. Like we've been friends for too long and all of that stuff. And uh, I definitely feel like in some instances during that time period where we're all kind of going through things, um, it wasn't it wasn't like the best approach. It seemed kind of harsh, I guess, in my opinion, because it's it seemed like hypocritical. Like I was someone who wanted to talk things like talk about things, but at the same time, I didn't because I felt like I would be putting too much onto other people. And I like hate that feeling. So it was weird that I was trying to go about our, I guess, like rocky moment in that light. Uh, so now that I've sort of reflected on that, I feel like something that I've learned through this experience is that like moving forward, I feel like I should take some tricks from the, the other two and <laughs> try to approach um, you know, conflict with a little bit more of like a compassionate side and not really like a sergeant kind of vibe. Cause I don't know, you guys could, you guys tell me, like, I definitely feel like sometimes the way that I would internalize, like someone doing something was like, why did you just tell me? Like, <laughs> so um, that's just how I personally felt, but that's something I learned. And it's something that I want to take into not only our friendship, but just in with confrontation in general. Um, yeah. <laughs> my take is the opposite because I feel like I'm always like approaching something with compassion to mind like you have to think about this and you know what if what if you didn't they didn't tell you about this part and you're non-confrontational to like this is not gonna come, sound right coming from you um and so the last few months I've been trying to take like a just say or like me just say what you need to say and I'm not gonna lie sometimes it still does feel wrong um and I'm not gonna like act like I've like been taking that stance at every time I need to um but I think that I've actually gotten better at it um 
and for the sake of just like growth in our friendship, like Brianna mentioned and I mentioned earlier, just growth as a person and as an adult, like Demaya, it's impossible for you to be non-confrontational all the time. Like, because that spills over into like Brianna mentioned earlier, familial relationships, romantic relationships. And so I'm honestly grateful. Uh, although that may sound weird, I'm kind of grateful for that like um, road bump, roadblock, whatever the word is, because it's forced me to be real and understand that, okay, like sometimes you can't always take that soft approach and you need to just say things and I think that um all of us can come off as like passionate and like strong with what we're seeing so I feel like in from the opposite of Brianna just like accepting that that's her character trait um I kind of like am cognizant of that in a negative way, to be honest. And I'm always like, oh, well, people already think this. I don't want to like confirm that for them. <laughs> so um, I'm the opposite, but I'm really, I'm, I'm still, I'm still grateful for it. <laughs> I think that where you guys, where Brown and I have like, kind of like on polar and like opposite sides, I feel like I'm kind of like in the middle, like, mm, I don't know if that like accurately describes it, but I feel like I spend a lot of time, like just like listening and observing things. And I think that like in the effort to be more transparent or just more like um, more kind of the opposite of like reserve more like, uh, I don't know I the word. Spoken? I don't know. Yeah, like just more like personal or like more like expressive about my own self and my own thoughts. I think that it just comes with putting more faith in like, it sounds kind of rude, but like putting more faith in the people around me to be able to be like understanding and like listen and like, it's not a situation where I doubt um, like my friend's intention or anything like that. It's just more so like, I just... I think me and Brianna had this conversation about, maybe it wasn't me and Brianna, but I was talking to somebody on the phone about transparency um, recently. And it was kind of like, I never realized that by not disclosing or not sharing stuff, I was intentionally keeping, like I was keeping things from people. Like, you know what I mean? I think sometimes it comes so natural to be like, you know, like I only talk to, like, I got it. Like I'm thinking about it for myself. It's kind of like, well, in doing so, you're like withholding information that like other people would benefit from and like you might benefit from telling other people, especially people who are close to you. And so I think kind of realizing that and being like, okay, like I should have more faith in people and like practice things. So it doesn't seem like, oh, like I don't wanna share this or like things like that. I think I've definitely started to try to have that mindset, but, but yeah, it's funny because I'm definitely, I don't know. I think when Brianna, you were talking about the sergeant thing, it's just funny because I think it's true, but I think like, it works in the dynamic, but also like in your individual life, you want to be more well-rounded and being able to handle things in different ways. So, and the same thing goes for Demaya. So, yeah. Well, with that being said, I think that we've reached a good close in this conversation um, because any anywhere past this point would just be us reminiscing. So thank you guys for continuing to, you know, keep up with us in our journey of 
making our way to the top with our podcast and definitely look out for more content, more episodes. Our YouTube is going to be up and popping. So you guys need to subscribe to that. Um, and if you are new to our podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at she thinks pod. Um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at she thinks she knows podcast. And we're on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, you name it. So um, definitely look out for great things to come with this season. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.